Welcome to Commercial Real Estate Investing. I'm Tim Diesel, and today we're going to talk about the hardest property class to turn around. As always, you can find us online, www.dieselcommercialgroup.com or dieselcommercial.com. And we'll be glad to answer any of your questions, or you can look stuff up on there and contact us if you get stuck on anything. So I got this question from someone on LinkedIn and I want to answer it and I think it had to do with the episode I did a couple weeks ago. So the hardest property class to turn around without a doubt in my opinion are office buildings. And uh, I'm going to get into why that's the case and drill down deeper into that of course. This episode is geared more for investors who own office buildings currently or inherited one maybe or if you're thinking about buying one in the near future perhaps this might be some helpful insight i'll give you my outlook on this so even if you have no interest in office buildings ever you still might find this enlightening and just so I'm transparent, as always, I'm a broker that focuses on the multifamily sector. But I love retail, so I dabble in that a bit from time to time. So when I was involved in an office building purchase, we used a broker who specializes in office to represent us. I'm not ashamed to say that there are others out there in my industry that know more than I do. So I asked for their help. You can't specialize in everything and you really don't have to. However, it's my belief that a true real estate investor benefits from being versatile and needs to understand the entire gamut. I'm going to share with you why I think office buildings have a huge disadvantage and they're really tough to turn around. It doesn't look like it, but they are. Now, it's important to keep in mind when, whenever you're buying these buildings, we're, we're buying a business. That's very, very important. We're not buying a building. We're buying a business every single time. I don't care what property class it is. Uh, apartments, retail, warehouse, anything. Any building without tenants is not as attractive to an investor. So sticking to that premise that you're buying a business, offices are not utilized nearly as much as they were 10 years ago. I went over this in the prior po podcast. So... Uh, now let's talk about the leases that are made with the tenants or the business arrangements that are made. That's all what a lease is. A lease is just a business arrangement. Don't complicate it. These are the types of leases typically. You have a gross lease, net lease, and modified gross. There's also, there's also a base lease, but I haven't seen very many of those, but they're out there in, in case uh, you, you hear about it. it. It is out there. It's only an office typically. So a gross lease is very simple, all rents included. You pay $1,000 a month and that's your space. Your lights, your water, you're paying $1,000. You have a net lease where you pay less for the space but you're responsible for a portion of your taxes, insurance, or maintenance. Now that depends. On a single lease, you're responsible for one of those, double, two, triple, three. Very easy. And I'll give you an easy way to remember this. If you are occupying a 1,000 square feet in a 10,000 square foot office building, you're using 10%. So you pay for a percentage of what you use. Uh, very, very 
simple math there, but of course it, it depends on how much space you have. Worthy to note that an absolute net in an office building is not as common, uh, but this is a bit more extreme than a triple net. Tenants pay everything in an absolute net. And unfortunately, as I've mentioned, uh, some brokers think triple net means everything. But I digress. So you're looking for an absolute net if you're if you're looking for a building that you know covers everything. So now that we kind of went over though, finally there's a modified gross, which is a mix between uh, a gross lease and a net lease, and you'll work out the deal with the landlord on what items you're responsible for and, and whatnot. But it's usually beneficial for for both parties. It's a little easier. Uh, of a workout. Now, the reason these properties are hard to turn around is you can't really fill a building with a lot of startup companies. And those are usually, startup companies are usually the ones that need the most office space, right? They're, they're usually, there's a lot of them. And number two, when you lose a tenant, like a doctor or a CPA or professional service, it's not very easy to fill. Most of the time, those businesses have uh, maybe their practice established and they've been there. So it's very difficult for them to move their business and go to your building, even if you are maybe giving them a few dollars off um, uh, the rent per month. It, it just it sometimes doesn't make sense. They've been in the business for 30 years. They might retire in five years or so. It, it's just, it's it's not very common, but it does happen. So... Also, the building usually needs to be located near or around other professional service business. So uh, you don't want to have an office near a whole bunch of retail space. Usually it's not very productive. But if your office is next to the dentist, next to the doctor, the lawyer, whatever, usually I've found that works uh, much, much better. And the other thing is office buildings are a little tough to manage because the tenants they want their issues solved very quickly. So if the lights don't work, the elevator's jammed, bathrooms, whatever it is, it's, it needs to be handled. It's kind of like their thing. And finally, it's not like a retail building where if you have a high enough traffic count, you can just put anyone there and they can make sales to fill that location. You got to think most companies, they don't open up various office locations like Amazon headquarters. I mean, that's not very common. So it's real tough to find a user sometimes when the building is empty. To get that first tenant, it is tough, man. So you really have to cut a deal, make it attractive, but you can't cut too much deals because you're giving away your inventory. So you have to kind of balance that a little bit. So... I found that it took a real long time to get the office building turned around. And it wasn't because we had to fix it and do all the repairs. That was the easy part. The tough part was getting the tenants in there because you don't have a huge pool of tenants. So I hope that was helpful. If you guys have any questions, I'll do my best to answer them. I'm at Tim J. Diesel on all the platforms. Go to my website, timdiesel.com. Download your free blueprint. Hopefully that'll be helpful. Check out my YouTube channel because I talk about topics that are not on the podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Take care.